was gone, I have gone. <laughs> they have resurrected. They are here now and will be out there on Saturday night to hear me at Wembley Stadium when I'm going to let it all in. Could I say something? Let it all in. No. Let it all in. <laughs> Little Richard from down in Macon, Georgia. I am the king of rock and roll. Ow, ow, ow. My, 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 my. I just had to do that. And I feel so much better. I got it out. Wait, oh, it's so shy. Huh? Wait, always oh, so shy. No, I'm like not. <laughs> a lot of people say I'm shy, but ooh, we, I'm not. Tell me now. Um, in 1956, you had a lot of hits, but before that, what were you doing? I was a dishwasher at the Greyhound bus station in my hometown, Macon, Georgia. I had been washing plates for so long, I was tired, <laughs> and I wrote, "And good golly, Miss Molly, and bless your soul." I got out of the kitchen. Long, <laughs> tall Sally just took me on to California, and I stayed there. What sort of family background were you from, though? What? Um, I was from, your... uh, my mother had 12 kids. I have six brothers and five sisters, but I was the best-looking one of all of them. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> and that's what we're going to end with. We can listen to play that whole thing. Y'all know how much we love the architect and the innovator and the emancipator rock and roll Little Richard. This show is pretty much dedicated to him every single week. But we we had to end United Negro Music History Month with a bang with our opening clips. So I am, with that being uh, said, unstood and accepted, I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And this is another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast, your favorite co- podcast with your favorite Casa Negroes coming here to figure out the crazy puzzle piece ever created, and that is the Jigsaw of life. But particularly, we talk about the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the pumping circumstances of being millennials trying to navigate this thing. Brian. Yes. Como estas? <sighs> I'm going to say bien y tu también, but I'm going to say uh, siempre un uh, para es negro. Grandi, Sarah Negro. It's okay. It was a struggle today. It's a struggle today. Ah, uh, so how you been, brother? You been all right? Nah, nah, I've been good, man. Just out here working. Yeah, it's working. How about working, you? Running for Jesus a long time. Are you tired yet? I'm tired. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I'm, <laughs> like little Richard said, I was tired. Don't get tired of working in the kitchen. He was tired of washing them dishes. You don't wash dishes for a living. Right? <laughs> running for Jesus. I'm not tired yet. Yeah, Bible say don't uh what you say, don't get weary in your well doing. Well doing for a new season. Is it due season for you? Is it coming? I, I don't know. I need something. I prophesy due season is coming to your yeah. life. But what if what what happens in the do? I don't it's gonna do whatever God said it was gonna do. <laughs> oh, that's a word. Whatever's it's due unto you is coming. Listen, it's gonna do whatever God says it's supposed to do. If the money's due, you're getting paid. Hey, come Woo. on. Work if it. the health is due. You're getting healed. Hey, Shata. If the favor is due, don't want to open it. Mm. <laughs> Whatever's due God. unto you is going yeah. to D.O. do. Glory, Glory to, to God. I don't know that they made any theological sense, <laughs> but that's what I felt in my spirit. Yes, God. Hallelujah. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear you're doing well, brother, despite your weariness and your well-doing. I'm so glad to hear that you're doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I literally just got back in the city from a week-long pilgrimage to Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, God. I went down to the Mecca and the Holy Land. Yeah, I'll talk about I'll talk about a little bit more of that in 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 my black person self care. But Mm -hmm. I'm doing well. I'm a little tired in my body. You know, road trips kind of take it up out of you. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I'm doing pretty good, man. No complaints. No complaints. Um, I would ask you. 
Mm-hmm. Did you watch the latest episode of P Valley? But of course, you know this episode. I so sure did. you know, <laughs> we gonna we it gonna hold. A, it was an episode. It was an episode. Wasn't it full of things? All the things and things and things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh man, what's what's new with you? I feel like I mean I know we just talked last week, but it feel I don't know. This week seemed long. It did seem long. Yeah. Um I don't know if there's anything new. I don't know if there's yeah. anything new. Um I don't know. I really don't know. Like it's the it's the middle part of the year. I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. trying to just figure out what the last part of the year is gonna look like. Okay. Um Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, how do you feel at this checkpoint moment? Have you feel like you've accomplished six months worth of achievements? You had a major achievement this <sighs> listen, I would think so. Listen, I did have a major achievement earlier. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Yeah, all pun intended. Actually. All pun intended. I guess all pun intended. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, everyone in my family's alive. Not alive. My grandma passed away earlier, but we made it through that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, people in my household are healthy and happy for the most part that I'm aware of. Um, mm-hmm. We said er- earlier in the beginning of the year, like, we're going to be booked and busy. And nigga, have we been booked and busy? Yes. Um, Jesus it's, Christ. Yes. Um, you definitely more than me. But uh, we've definitely been pretty booked um, and busy. Um, yeah, man, we're, I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place for the most part. Uh, things haven't been easy, but, you know, I'm still here by the grace of God. Oh, during the grace, I when am I look still back here. over my life. Sing it. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. And, and I, don't know I see all, all the things, things. <laughs> God's done for me. <laughs> Been through dangers, heartaches, and trials. I thank the Lord. He blessed me still. still. <laughs> she said, I should have lost the fight. <laughs> I should have been Holyfield against Mike Tyson. <laughs> I should have failed from mm. his grace. But now I can say, Brian, oh, I am I still here. And, and it's, it's about the grace. The, Thank you, Lord. By the, by grace the grace of God. God. Oof, mm. that's a song, though. Ain't it? I, I listened to that. Uh, actually, <laughs> I listened to that like last week. I just like, yeah, I felt it in my spirit. Yeah. You know, I'm here by the grace of God. That's really, a, uh, you know, I know sometimes we're a lot of serious. We're not, we joke a lot on this show. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we are definitely, some, you know, church boys at heart. We really do love the man. Um, and sometimes just reflecting back, you know, that we are still here by the grace of God and. What you just brought, you just put another song about spirit. You took me what back to Donald Lawrence Bible story. You said, I love the man. Oh, <laughs> give it to us. It made me think about Stranger. There's a mm. stranger in town, he's giving sight to <laughs> the blind. He is the great emancipator. He turned water to wine. He even healed the ten who were bound by disease. What matter of man is this whose voice can control the sea? Some say he is the great I am, the prophet spoke of. Some mm-hmm. even say he's Emmanuel, the son of God. This stranger, stranger, stranger from Galilee. Boom, 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 boom. The man from Golly, that's so, the Lord don't write like that no more. Mm. That Bible stories album, no skips. It's so good. He done went over to Eden, <sighs> on top of the world. Mm-mm. Go back to Galilee. <laughs> Go back to Galilee. 
Because people actually dwell there. <laughs> <laughs> no one's in Eden today. Uh-uh. My God. Oh, so I did I did a thing. What did you do? My, with my hair. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm out here like little baby. Travis Scott. <laughs> hmm hmm I think mm. this is gonna be my Cali hair, Brian. Oh, okay. Two straight. I've, al- I've already booked my my plat twist appointment <laughs> for the mm-hmm. day before. And I booked okay. my haircut the morning of the flight. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> yes. I'm gonna be <sighs> shaking. Listen, if Jesus has dreads, I'm gonna shake him. Mm. I ain't got none, but I'm thinking about growing some. Mm. So, anyway, since we're into music, I'm going to give us a song of the week. It is my week. Okay. And since we are talking about P Valley, you know, I wanted to be in theme and give you something very strip culture esque okay. without going cliche mm-hmm. and do Mississippi Pride. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, do you know? Can you give a I'm not gonna give you any clue. That's the only clue I'm gonna give you. Can you give a, you know, maybe maybe a gander of what the song of the week could be this week? Where them dollars at? No, I knew you would go there. <laughs> That's um, a great strip club anthem, but no. I'm in love with a stripper. Ooh, that's a good one too. Ain't it interesting the duality of this intro we went from? I'm still here, tongue stranger, straight into strip club anthems. My God, um, he Usher, loves us. Just <laughs> don't mind if you strip on a pole. No, money, money, money. No. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's it. You have to. Oh, that's it. That's enough. Okay. Okay, I got you. I'm just gonna bust out with this verse. <clears throat> brought out the pink Lamborghini just to race with China. Brought the race to China just to race to China. Little bad Trini, but she mixed with China. Real thick vagina. Small bricks to China. I tell all my niggas, cut the check. Bust it down. Turn your goofy down. Goofy down. I'm do splits on it. Yeah, splits on it. I'm a back on it. I'm a buzz it open. I'm a go stupid. Be a ditz on it. I'm on a date, honey. Cookie on tsunami. All my niggas watch me when they get that good punani. I think he need a bunny. I might just let him find me. Never trust a beat, but and a smile. What to runny? Queens like Supreme X. Wear Benitti. X Bimmy get Joe. Nigga run me my dough. Risk games freezing like you waiting to cold. Nickname. My name is Nikki, but my name ain't Nicole. I tell her my name. <laughs> that Bars. is, yeah, my favorite. That is my favorite line of Nikki ever. Nickname is Nikki, but my name ain't Nicole. And mm. no, that might not mean much to you, <laughs> but that bless and her race to China, just the race in China, that blesses me too. Anyway, it's one of my favorite <laughs> verses outside of Monster. Um, that is Rake It Up. By Memphis's own Yo Gotti, featuring the Queen of Rap, Onika Mirage, aka Nicki Minaj, um, and I think that ends this portion of podcast. <laughs> Break from China. Uh, listen, listen. Let me do it again. <clears throat> <laughs> she said, <laughs> and I quote: "Brought out the pink Lamborghini just to race with China. Mm. Brought the race to China just to race in China." My God, I don't know what any of that means, <laughs> but it's provocative. <laughs> Gets the people going. <laughs> Get the one song, one song only. <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> Wait a minute, bro. <laughs> See, I, don't know why, I don't know why that little part just did bless me like it did. Oh, love them like I do. Ah, all right. Anyway, um, 
With that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, you ready to get into some black excellence and go into the Bless Up Report? I'm always ready to talk about black people doing being All right. great. Okay, come on, let's go do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, we are here at the Blessed Report where we shout out black folks doing great black things. So black well, people yes. are always doing great things, and we are going to bless up Crit Car. Yes, Crit Car spelled K R I T K A R R. And it sounds like a new creator. This all the K's. Niggas love for the K. Either a dupe or class, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> all these K's in here. Uh, but it's on-demand mobile mechanics. It says, "Why go to the auto shop when you can come? When we can come to you? They have repair service at your desired location in the DMV area." Let's talk about a couple of the the uh, owners. There's three owners, three co-founders, right? Mm-hmm. One co-founder's name is Josh. One co-founder is by the name of India. One co-founder by the name of Andrew. But let's talk about uh, Josh a little bit. A little background on him. He was in the automotive field for over 13 years, starting in high school. Graduated and attended Lincoln Technical Institute, studying automotive technology, where he graduated to the top of his class due to his academic achievements. He was recruited and sponsored by BMW to join their BMW STEP program. This allowed him to become fully certified BMW Auto Mechanics, right? He did all those things throughout life, worked at some dealerships and learned how to work on the cars. And he decided, hey, let's create this company. My friend, India, sharp woman of God, right? Co-founder and chief operating officer, specializing in running the business like a boss. Went to Hampton University. Uh, Then Andrew uh, deals really with the CFO, one of the co-founders, deals with the internal auditing and finance department, all the kind of great stuff. And he went to Norfolk State. So we have these three black folks doing great black things, went to some great black schools. And we are excited. I do believe that Josh is in the greatest fraternity known to man. Oh, uh, yes. Cap Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, founded on the campus of Indiana University, January 5th, 1911. All right. Well, bless up um, to. And, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, when you're in the DMV area, things happen to your car uh-huh. and why not call crit car to help you out with that so you can locate them at uh their what well, they first they do have an instagram page the instagram page uh before i get them talk to their their website with instagram page their website is uh crit k-r-i-t car k-a-r-r dot net again that's k-r-i-t k-a-r-r dot net and they have all kinds of products and services for those that you that need to, you know, take care of your car, right? Uh, so excited about that. They got oil filters. They got services. They got tune-ups, brake services. And honestly, this is no different. It was actually a step higher because back in the day, what was happening? People was, you would call the person in the neighborhood. You know how to fix them cars. They would come to your house. You give them a pack of cigarettes. And listen, you got a whole. <laughs> a pack of cigarettes and a Coke 45, <laughs> a little ham listen. sandwich. And they fix your car. Brakes. Uh, transmission, whatever was fixed. So please go out and support if you're in the DMV area. Support Crit Car, uh, a one on demand mobile mechanics. Uh, so shouts out to Bless Folk, Black folks doing great black things. So bless up to them. Um, rest up. Do we? Throw, I don't, did anybody die? I don't. Mm-mm, I don't know. What did God do then? Stay the hand of death. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, R- somebody said R and B died. Let's get into the billboard. 
So this billboard, this this the, the the portion of people, other people's business of the billboard is gonna be real short because I didn't feel like dealing with nobody's business. However, mm-hmm. the worst two things occurred. Okay, that are usually on the nerves of black people. Uh-huh. Versus is one of those things now, and the BET uh-huh. Awards. Let's start yes. with the BET Awards. BET Awards was just a BET. My favorite part of BET Awards is when it went off because. <laughs> I was sick of it. Let me let me tell you how I love and respect and honor Taraji P. Henson and what she does for culture, but mm-hmm. she don't ever need to host another war show ever again in her life. She was mm-hmm. absolutely terrible. She was misreading the prompt, <laughs> the mm-hmm. teleprompter. Her jokes weren't landing. It was just, she was not good. I don't think that's where her gifts are best utilized. The second, any thoughts that you have on the on the BET Wars for I'm scrolling oh. back? I don't got much else to talk about it, about it. Other I know we support, believe we support black business and television, but mm. I did not watch the BET Awards. You didn't miss nothing, and I was trying to watch as much as I watched to get to the Diddy tribute, but they kept, they kept, they kept prolonging that thing, and yeah. I finally saw it. You know, finally saw it, and you know, you could tell who did it got beef with because then the people that didn't show up wasn't no total. One no one twelve, one no Mason Belford, <laughs> none of them folk, none of them folk was mm, there. Um, but anyway, sliding on past BT, the worst verses to ever mm. happen in the history of verses occurred. See, I refuse to watch that thing, but I have a wife mm-hmm. who is a millennial who grew mm-hmm. up in the two thousands, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she loved all the little boys that was on that stage, so she was watching <laughs> it. And when I tell you the best part of that verses. Was Mario's commentary in the background? <laughs> he said, "Nigga, y'all sound crazy." <laughs> they was, but I'm trying to figure out why it, they was all blaming the mics about how poorly they sounded. Y'all sound mm. bad after the studio engineers fix y'all voices, right? Well, Jeremiah, ain't Jeremiah ain't never sounded good on the album. Jeremiah had some solid songs, mm-hmm. but vocally, even on an album, he sounds like but What did y'all expect? And here's the thing. Real singers who even can't hear themselves, mm-hmm. they don't. They still don't sound like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what this mic really have to do with the lack of vocal production. And your girl, Brandy mm-hmm. Norwood, called out her own brother. She did. <laughs> she did. She said, <laughs> "No, I won't stand beside this foolishness." <laughs> she said, "That ain't it. That is I'm not your sister." It. <laughs> oh, that's all. Yeah, that's it's it. all automatic. Sing then, sing. I can probably sing better than some of them niggas. Oh, we both can. Think about <laughs> it. They are national recording or professionals, quote unquote, mm-hmm. on tour and making millions, made millions, mm-hmm. yeah. made because they're not making it anymore. They're making them um, thousands now. Yeah, probably hundred thousand. If I had one wish. We and that's the thing, like, friends. and even though Mario was the best vocally of the night, he still had 15 songs nobody knew. <laughs> so, so I mean, that verse was just a waste Maybe of you should let me love you. That's a song. Finish it, that's Brian. Don't one. start it. Go. Let me be the one to mm-hmm. give you everything you want and need. Oh, uh-huh. baby, good love and protection. I'm a little nasal uh-huh. right now. It's all right. Maybe your selection. Supposed to be That's so good But anyway that's enough of that I didn't feel like getting into other folks business today Mm -hmm. I didn't you know it it wasn't on my agenda But Mm -hmm. This is the last episode during United Negro Music History Month Mm-hmm. And on the Instagrams, they do the Black Music Month Challenge where every day you post a song representing okay. something. So I thought 
in lieu of the billboard, we can play our own culture call game between the two okay. of us, and we can answer all 30 of these. Mm-hmm. Now, it's going to take us a little minute, and we might get called up a remedy, but we're going to try to get through this as soon as possible, as quickly as possible. You down mm-hmm. for that, Brian? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. So, day one was a song you love, but very few people seem to know. Sometimes, Bilal. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, it's a great song. It's, it's on- uh, What is it? Second Born First, I believe it was his first, one of his main first albums. <clears throat> it's- uh, it's it's a it's a hodgepodge of of different lines. Like basically, they said he sent a text mm-hmm. message out to a bunch of people, and they just sent the they sent lines back to him, and he kind of put it together. Um, but it's on his first album. Go check that out. It's a good song. You probably, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know it. Got you, but I love it. If you're outside of Memphis, you don't know Ballers by Project Pat featuring Gangsta Book. Mm, it's I a don't great know song. That. Yeah, Ballers. Sure. We be on some twinky twinky. <laughs> The funny thing if you introduce a Memphis song or like a Mississippi song or like some type of Dutch South song, and the lingo is funny, <laughs> and you 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 talk bad about E forty, <laughs> but in Memphis, it's on twenty twenty. But we still say we still say words. <laughs> we still say E forty be like the roller yo on the color yo, and I be like what. <laughs> E forty finds a rally, nigga. See exactly. E forty sound like pooty tag. Super T Capital. Oh, sound I tell on my capital. All right. The second one is Brian. A song you sang with all your heart, but ain't know nothing about. Ooh, it had to be about sex. Um, a song I sang and didn't know nothing about. I'm gonna say knocking mm-hmm. boots. I knew it knocking the boots, but that's not true. But, yeah, I don't think I understood the level of ooh, like what that meant. Okay, so the little intermission. Now we're on intermission tips. All you ladies go get your towels. You know what I'm saying? Just lay <laughs> I didn't know what, what, why are we getting towels? What are these towels for? What are they for? <laughs> I, know I understand. Yeah. <laughs> for I, me, I know so y'all remember I said Brown Sugar was my, my little album as a kid. Mm. Jones and my bones. Oh. I didn't know what was going on in my bones. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> but I used to sing it. Said, I got a Jones in my bones. Said, the feeling <laughs> that I got won't leave me alone. I, I, I'm just singing. <laughs> my parents let me just sing. Just, I'm just Heart singing. Out. Heart out. And nothing ain't no Jones and none of my bones. Listen. Um, okay. The third one is your favorite R&B album interlude. Interlude, R and B album interlude. Uh, come on and go mm. with me. I got oh, something new good. for you to see. Come on and go with me. Yeah, that one. That John Legend. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. John Legend came. His first couple albums. John Legend, man. John freaking Legend, man. Mm. <laughs> John Legend. Okay. So what my about favorite. You? R&B album interlude. Oh man, that's gonna make me. That's gonna make me think. Um, so let me do this. I don't know if it was an interlude, but the intro to like Call Tyrone. Mm-hmm. You know, ladies, how y'all doing? Let y'all all right. Recognize mm-hmm. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my. The whole the build up to the, her introducing that song. It's just iconic. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that's in. I'm gonna consider it an interlude for the purposes of this <laughs> mm-hmm. because it's just I like when you say, "Ladies, how y'all feeling? Fellas, y'all all right?" Like you, everybody knows what that is, and everybody mm-hmm. always quotes, "I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my." Sh-. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's Ooh, an interlude. Wild though. 
it's like she was like setting us up for like something that might be whack. And it turned out to be like a smash. Yeah, because she, because even, okay, so if we go back to the, okay, so we're going to go there, let's go there. So if we go back to the the real intro, she started talking about how they was playing around on the stage and they mm. were just playing around on keys and she just started singing off the top of her head and this is what they came up with. So to your point, it was like, all right, girl, your freestyle R&B song. But then it became <laughs> like a smash hit. Fact, did you know that on Ty Dolla Sign's latest album, he did a song called 2021 Tyrone or something? He sampled it. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Mm. It's like the response to them calling Tyrone, like how these women are trash. <laughs> Got it. It's a pretty good song. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So number four, your favorite live version of a song. Live version of a song. I'm gonna do Ooh. something. A live version of a song. Mm-hmm. There's so many to choose from. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a live version album. It's hard to find. You cannot find them, but. D'Angelo's live in Stockholm (laughs) is one of the greatest live, and you can't find it nowhere. Like you can't find it on streaming. You can't buy it um, unless you go to like Europe or something like that. It's nowhere to be found, and I want it badly. So I'm I'm gonna actually offer two. So if we're gonna go album, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna stick with Erica Badu. The Erica Badu live. Solid live album. Top. Yeah. She does some Shaka Khan tribute. She does. I mean, she just. It's just great. But one of my favorite live songs done live was on Beyonce's Homecoming. Say my name. That's mm-hmm. the child. They, yeah. That version of that was. Yeah, they go hard. So good. Like mm-hmm. so good. The breakdowns as they go into Soldier. I think right after. Like it was so good. I like. Mm-hmm. I like listening to that live version over uh, the nostalgia of the real one. A lot of times. Yep. Ooh, day five. Your favorite rap skit. Oh, um, this is W E Z balls. Uh <laughs> it's something uh what is it? Oh it's off doggy style, but it's basically something easy. Dick. <laughs> like and it it's to do the radio, um he's like a radio announcer, but then he goes into one of my favorite songs that should be my favorite song that I always mention. Um mm. I, I would play it, but I don't you know, want to. But yeah, that's basically it. Gotcha. The, I'm the going radio. back to Project Pat. Mm-hmm. It's the introduction. Don't save her. Welcome to the hypnotize zone. Today you hear the story of Russell Westhaven and the day he tried to save his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. So good. Um, okay. Um, number six, your favorite gospel song on a secular album. Gospel song. Uh gospel song on a secular album. I'm gonna do new. I'm gonna do a new one because it goes hard. We win. Kerr Franklin. Ooh, and that's a good Little one, baby. Because it's, it's, it's on a secular album, but it, it goes hard. Just, just Blaze understands me as a producer. He mm-hmm. understands mm-hmm. what I like. Um, so I'm going with that. We win. Okay. Um. Let's see. For me, it's going to be um uh, Higher Ground by Missy Elliott featuring Karen and Dorinda. Uh, on the Miss Eso Addictive album. Mm. Pretty good, good song. Um, really good song. Uh, let's see. A gospel song that rocks like a secular jam. I love him like I do. Uh, even really though it's Haddon, but I like that song. I like Dietrich Haddon. Yeah. All the people that I don't really care Somebody for. Somebody told me to be over You don't like Ruben Stutter either? <laughs> Ruben's okay. <laughs> Ruben sang on that. <laughs> he did sing. And let me say, I used to watch American Idol Faithfully. I think it killed his season. Yeah, destroyed his season. Yes, like every song was good. And when you and when he started. pulled that one of them Luther Vandross songs, because their voices were so similar, 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, good old Luther. Luther Luther needs his flowers, man. Mm. Love him like I do is a great song. Um, let me see. A secular song. I mean a gospel song that rocks like a secular song. Man, we can go into that whole era of like when that when Love Him Like I Do came out, that whole O three, O four ish, O five kind of mm-hmm. such a situation. Oh, I'm trying to pick one. Oh, love like crazy, Kiara Hughes. You know I'm in love like crazy. What's up? What's up? Going good? Too much? Too much? I mean, the like. I don't. I don't really go off of J. Drew like that, but he produced the snot out that particular song. It's a. It's a. It's a really. It's a really, really, really good one. Um, let's see here. Day eight. A song that wasn't about you. Um, hold on. I'm sorry. A song that wasn't about what you thought it was about. That wasn't what I thought it was about. I got one. A song that wasn't what I thought it was about. I know there's one that's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't figure out what it was. I can't figure out what it is. Can I give you mine while you're thinking? Yeah, go for it. I'm in love with Mary Jane. <laughs> when, I first heard, when I first heard it, it's like, listen, you know, I told you, my dad was into old school. Mm-hmm. So just like my kids today, I thought it was about a woman, mm-hmm. like a real woman. And... Yeah, no, it was marijuana. I feel like that was what I was thinking about, but um, <laughs> marijuana the entire marijuana. Time. Um, dang. And did Michael Jackson have a song about a rat? Ben, he did. <laughs> I'm gonna do Ben. Let's do Ben. Let's do Ben. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, number nine, an album cut that should have been a single. Album cut that should have been a single. Oof. I got to think about the album first. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Throwback from Confessions was a was a single. Mm. And it's really my favorite song on that whole album. And the album is so good. Another Just Blaze song. Yeah. Jada Kiss, Usher. It is so good. But I don't think it was a single. Um, can we stay on that same album then? Sure can. Um, Superstar. I, I knew you were going to say Superstar. It should have been. This is such a great song. Mm, I hear your groove, baby, bro. It's such a great song. It is such that, a great song. That album must have me like in a chokehold for the last year. And I don't know. <laughs> out of, like it's just I I put it on on a road trip and I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can just play it over and over and over. And over, it's a great. I, it's just I'm not the huge like I really enjoy Usher, but I will I will bow down and say Confessions is an out. And that's if we could just sneak into this Chris Brown Usher because did you see the interview where Chris Brown said he low key wanted to have the verses? Yeah, he said Usher, only, the only person he can do it against would be Usher, and it's and it's true. Like the big yeah. people's biggest argument is that they from two different kind of g- generation, and that's kind of true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some people argue Usher's going like this is where I think me and you disagree with the rest of the world because a lot mm-hmm. of people say that Usher's going to win hands down, but that's not true. He was like, you just because even though people aren't in the gospel world, Usher's confessions is John P. Key's strength, and mm-hmm. we was like, if John P. Key mm-hmm. just plays play on play on strength, oh yeah, he could kill because yeah. there are no skips his great songs, but. Everything on strength, while there's like Thursday Love, some of the songs he played, mm-hmm. they not gonna they not gonna hit against what Hezekiah did. And the same thing with confessions, like there's a day like the song you just brought up, like that one doesn't come immediate to my memory right now. Mm-hmm. If he played that and Chris Brown comes out with New Flame or something, it's yeah. not winning. 
Right. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? While it's probably a great song. So yeah. um, so I think we have to calm down with that whole this person has an iconic album mm-hmm. um argument because these other people have like Chris, love it or hate, like, and then I think the other argument I heard people say, we can move on because I don't want to get stuck here again, is Usher's been out longer. But Usher hasn't done anything since like 20 what? 15, 16? Nothing like nothing significant. Yeah, yeah. He's had a couple of singles here and there that was cool, but no album. Like, and Chris has been consistently put, putting out albums. And even mm-hmm. his last album, he got all right, like three singles. And the whole Solid. 20, all 24. And I've listened to it like I've listened to it like three times now. It's a breezy is a solid body of work. Solid body of work. And because it's only 24, it is digestible. It is a solid body of work. Yes. Agreed. So anyway, I, I hope that it happens. Um, regardless of like the, some of the generational differences, I think it'll just be great. They are two guys who vocally would do okay live. They can mm-hmm. give us great dances. It'll and then they could announce a joint tour and just give it bless to us. I, <laughs> and I just would, bless the people. <laughs> all of my money. Yes, I would definitely go money. to that without a fact, without a doubt. All my money. All right, number ten. A song you know every ad lib, run, and vocalization for. Mm. This guy was some gospel. Guy was hey. probably John, some John Kibiki. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it might be standing in the need of prayer. It's me, me, oh Lord, Lord. Uh-huh. Might be that. It's gonna be some John P. Key. So I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna standing in the need of prayer. Return home from Detroit, Michigan. That's okay. the hospital. I can okay. go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Redeemer Living. That clock is. <laughs> I know every part. I know Dorinda's, all her little licks. And I, 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 I all of them. <laughs> so good. And like you said, it's, for me, it's going to be mostly gospel um, in that regard. But there are some, like, um, come and talk to me. Jodeci, every every single run, riff, squall, everything in that song. If there was, you know how they say the games. If somebody could put a gun to your head, you can sing every. It'll be something from Maddie's Girls, or Jodeci or something. Um, yeah. But definitely, like it's a lot of Kirk Franklin, even Sil- Silver and Gold. Oh, <laughs> don't give me a mansion. Yes, on top of on top the, of the hill. hill. Yeah, don't give don't me the give- world. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan's uh, first album. I know a lot Excuse of that. Excuse me. I might miss the runs up, but I'm going to hit them. <laughs> I know that song. That is my freaking song. Mm. Give me just a second. Just a minute. Yeah. Now the end is off my chest. Ain't no competition you when you're winning. You know that you're the best. Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, that woman's so good. Her voice just She's, to my spirit. She is. She is. She's amazing. God. Okay. 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 Number mm-hmm. 11. A song you hate that everyone loves. Song that I hate that everyone loves. A song I hate that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. And you you've been not my soul. My soul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I felt it coming. I know I got the Holy Ghost. I know I got it. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the, the song that I love that I hate that everyone loves. It's got to be something like catchy current. I'm just like, oh, I don't like it. I don't know. I don't know. I might have to pass that. 
Yeah, I'm um, trying to. I've, I was sitting here trying to think of one that you were thinking, and I know there have been a few songs I was just like, oh, away from me with this. Um, but I, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Of, I want to give one because I know there's one that exists. I know that there is one that exists. Um, oh, anything, um, Jacqueline Carr. Let's start there. Yeah, Jacqueline Carr. Let's not. <laughs> she yeah. does not do it for me. <laughs> She thick, but you know her gospel. People be career. going in like you know her song. That song got me through. Through what? <laughs> <laughs> not a drop of oil on that. Not thing. a darn thing. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I'm, I'm not gonna say the girl ain't oily, but still. <laughs> uh, open up my heart by Alana Adams. Like that can just that can go somewhere. Now wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Alone in the room. <laughs> now you less. It's just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and you. Oh. What's that song that was wore out by Alicia Keys and all the whites and the people who's the singer? Was it New York? If I can that thing get on my nerves. Nah, it's the Some people want it all. Yes. But I don't I like a good cover, but I don't like her singing. I don't like to hear her singing it. Well, that could be any Alicia Keys though. I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> if we're gonna go there, I don't like. I don't really like her 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 debut single. I keep on falling, <laughs> girl. Yeah, I don't like that either. And, <laughs> and, and bro, and the only reason why, like, she this song got my attention, cause the music yeah. video. I was like, oh, she is, she's fine. Like, who is it? Who is this? This thing, and I just put it on mute because I didn't want to hear her voice, and I just watched her through the video. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, keys off by herself. She she's beautiful, but a singer. But the she she is, is not not she is not okay. All right, which one did we just do? A song you hate, but everyone love. All right, your problematic fave, even at oh, yeah. your big age. We already know what my problematic fave is. Yeah, ain't, ain't no, no fun. <laughs> ain't no fun. It's it's so problematic, but it's my favorite song. One of my favorite songs. Yeah, well, Project Pax makes a third appearance on here. It was Gorilla Pimp. <laughs> I told y'all that in, in, in the episode with Chance and Charles. I'm a gorilla on these hoes. Dig that. I'm a pimp nigga you ain't know. I'm a Mac man on the stroll. I'm out here trying to break a hoe because I hustle on the low. <laughs> I ain't trying to go blow for blow. Brother. <laughs> Woo. What a Talking song. small to a pimp. Dude, and broke the first rule. <laughs> I'm gonna come <laughs> on your job. I'm gonna act fool. Well, <laughs> if your song. boss come in, I'm gonna play it off cool. <laughs> Bro, it's a terrible song, but that is my. Song. I, I I gotta share that with you. I have to share it. I need you to listen to it, Brian. You're gonna laugh. You're I'm gonna, sure, and I think you're gonna be blessed by it. Be blessed. <laughs> I think you're gonna be blessed by. It. Okay, the thirteenth one. The first song you remember dedicating to someone or someone dedicating to you. I'm gonna tell you what my little church stuff did. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I think a girl dedicated a Mariah Carey song to me back in the day. Um, okay, not y'all belonging together. <laughs> nah, it was it was a white Mariah Carey. It was white Mariah Carey with the curly hair. <laughs> um, with the mullet. Was it fantasy? No. Hold on, let me find out. Let me find out, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey albums. Which one was? Are you finding it? My church itself dedicated a Milton Bronson's "The Holy Ghost" to my church. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one Saturday afternoon, I called in and they played it. 
<laughs> Goodbye. That was the first song I called the other day. But remember, I tell my mom, I grew up in a hole in this house. <laughs> so we would listen to a lot of 95.7. Hallelujah. FM. That's what we listen to. <laughs> so the first ever song I dedicated to somebody. Okay. Always be my baby. Ooh. That is Mariah a song. That's one of it my favorite Mariah Carey songs, too. That was a good album. That Drake Daydream album was good. Mm-hmm. Always be some... my baby. And yeah. you're in the run. Oh, everything that made you forget the original existed. Oh, there's so many. Destiny's Child, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> it, uh, SWV's anything. Yes, the original anything is boring. But when you the put original, it, no, 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 part one is boring. Good. <laughs> yeah, my Cliff John came in there and said, "Let me do something for you." <laughs> yeah. Um. um wow. Well. Oh, another remix. Anything. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was good. There's a, there's a few remixes that just was, that's better, that was better than the, oh, Let's Get Married. It's a bad yeah. song, but the, the Ron DMC. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a really good one. That really changed the game. Um, because, And that's the other thing, Brian. Back in the day, remixes were actually remixes. Today, mm-hmm. a remix is just adding a feature. I mean, adding yeah. a, a rap verse. That's not a yeah. remix. That's not. That's like a part. Like, even though Destiny Child named their part two, that's literally like a part two if you just add a verse. Like, remixes yeah. was actually like, here's the song, and then here's the remix. Like, Wyclef, they are in forever in, in debt to Wyclef because. Oh, yes. Like, that song was a banger, and it still yes. goes. And it still goes. That first no, no, no is it is booty cheeks. Mm-hmm. It is really booty cheeks. Um, okay, a song that makes you believe in love for that moment. Uh, so many. Um, one of my favorite love songs. I don't know how many it might come back, but uh, nothing else matters. Mm. Uh, D'Angelo Ooh. and Lauren Hill. I'm gonna give you one that you probably won't think of. Okay. If you leave, music soul child. Oh, that's a good one. It's Mariah actually Carey. a love yeah, song more, Carey, than a, more than a breakup song. It's like, if you leave, mm-hmm. then baby, I leave. I'll let it go, girl. It's old. But before we say goodbye, let's give it a try. Mm. <laughs> that is like, you know, it's one of those, because for me, like, <clears throat> even in my, like, I, I'll be transparent. Like, me and Ashton have had some tough arguments. Mm-hmm. Where we was like, I ain't got to do this. But then we mm-hmm. always come back to that space of, you know what, we're going to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And that song is just really real because sometimes in relationships you really get to that space, but it is the love, it is that continued choice, it is mm-hmm. all those things that make you be like, you know what, let's try again. And and, and it ain't got to necessarily be toxic, like y'all are, you know, abusive or anything like that. It's just the the everyday of life mm-hmm. makes you get sometimes to a boiling point in a relationship. But then once all that settles, it's like. And then another one from Music Soul Child is off his Music in the Magic. I want to make sure I'm giving you the right song. It is such a great song. Um, Teach Me How to Love is good, too. It makes me believe in love again. Love, yeah. Music. Music has a song for everything. It just has a song for everything. But um, Love Contract. The most of my days trying to fight the feeling, but I don't know where the thought is so appealing. I used to spend days trying to Yeah, it's just it's just a beautiful love song. Um, 
caught up in the rapture of Nita Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, cruising, D'Angelo and Smokey. Yeah, um, you just feel love in those songs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not sex. It's like it's love. So mm-hmm. um, I could probably go on and on and on with with that one. That's hard yeah. to, to do one. Yeah, I love, I love love songs. Um, the sexiest song, you know. Sexy. Pussy Fairy Janae Aiko. It ain't, I ain't got to think. That's that, a good one. That, that thing has a spirit on it. <laughs> 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 Brother, that thing has a spirit on it. <laughs> I'm just going to throw off the top of my head what it's, what it's made for. What it's made for. That's a good one. That's a good one. I ain't mad at that. Okay. The blackest song, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> the blackest song that I know. Mm-hmm. Be real black for me, Roberta Flack and uh and uh what's the man's name? Donnie Hathaway. Okay. The song's called Be Real Black for Me. And it talks about your hair so kinky. <laughs> it's just like what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Be, um, it's be real black for me. Don't 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 don't. Right, that's 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 a real song. Be real black for me. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with. You know what? I don't have one. I'm going to give you a collection. Okay. And that is our reception line dance collection. Those are the okay. blackest songs that exist. <laughs> if you really listen to the lyrics of them songs, like the electric slide. You want to do it? It's electric. And if you listen to the wobble, oh, oh the tool in your pants, get back it up. All, yeah. <laughs> wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble. The cupid shuffle, the cha cha slide. Oh, all, all right. Answers. <laughs> all right. This back is part two. That's <laughs> <laughs> time. The one, that, the one that brought you this and that and this and that. Those are the most niggery nigger songs <laughs> on earth. Um, but if, if I'm gonna give like something like that speaks to black culture, you did that one. Um, Young Gifted and Black Aretha Franklin. Um, black, 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 so black. That song, black, black on black on black. Um, Donnie, what's the about his last name? Donnie, something he's called. It's called the Auction Block. Really great song, mm-hmm. black as hell. Um, but it's really good. Okay, um, the song that makes you feel like a rap star. A rap star. I got a few. I got a few that make me come out with my bars. <laughs> I know them words. <laughs> uh, gotta be some type of Tupac. It's got Tupac. Is <laughs> California Love is definitely fresh out of jail. I uh, yeah, all like <sighs> California Love takes me to the point. Um, shoot, it makes me feel like a rap star. Uh I'm gonna say California Love. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna just okay. make it easy on myself. Yo, God is that's what's up. Oh yeah, sure song. I feel like we're, or Future's Marsh Madness. <laughs> you play <laughs> any one of the two, and I'm going to I'm going to turn into God. I'm going to turn into Nevada. Not, not dreams and nightmares. Dreams and nightmares makes that makes me feel like a rap star too. <laughs> Oh my God, I used to prefer times like this. Don't <laughs> you get me started, Brian? Because I will go. Um, okay. Let's see here. A a song that's your safe space. Safe space. Ooh, I got one. Oof. Safe space. What does that actually mean? I'm like, going to assume. That it's a song that's like 
I don't know, like chill vibes that puts you in, you know, calms you down, you know, allows you to emote, reflect. That's what that's that's what that's what it's given me. Oh, like that puts me in a place where I can just uh, probably some use a soul child. Um, you say yours. Let me think about mine for a second. Um, slow it down. Roddy Rich featuring Ty Dolla Sign is one for me. Um, Mr. Introvert, Sam Henshaw. It's one for me. Like all of those kind of put me real mellow, kind of helps me um, change the mood. Um, uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. So a song that definitely um, Jay Dilla featuring Common and D'Angelo, Far To Go, um, Open Your Eyes, Bobby Caldwell, um, a lot of the songs off Mama's Gun. I could probably name a whole bunch of off of those. Um, I'm gonna stop there. But there's, I can, there's probably a lot I can probably think about. Yeah. Now that I know the definition, there's a lot that I, mm-hmm. I say I'm feeling a way. Let me just feel, and I'll put on. It's really gonna be some like people that like something that something that Quest Love made or was involved in somehow. I'm going to listen to so something from common something from d'angelo something from erica badu those are the things yeah. i'm probably going yeah something from the roots um yeah, yeah i'm not mad that's it I, I like all those answers um a cover that's better than the original there's so all the luther i was just about to <laughs> everything luther to all them dion warwick songs he sent he did he redid every single one every one <laughs> And I didn't realize Luther covered that many songs. Like, literally not. all of his hits. Oh. <laughs> when I sent you I that clip, that I was like, but, he, but like, that's the thing. He did them so well. It's it's almost like Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Who who knows Dolly Parton's version? Right, yeah. <laughs> um, PJ Morton, yeah, but how deep is your love? I'm sorry, BGs. How deep is your love? And I like the BGs is the white group that I actually messed with. But mm-hmm. that... And then bringing that white girl on there, she's that yeah, PJ did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's a few. Mm-hmm. Um, well, usually did that a good cover. Uh, up oh, D'Angelo's cruising is like, oh yeah, it's much better than Smokey Robinson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. much better, yeah. much better. Yeah, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you're not gonna do Aretha Franklin's um. Uh, recover of a uh, Adele's rolling in the deep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I say, <laughs> a song that I did not know was a cover was Shaka Khan's "I Feel for You." Bum 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 bum. Um, I think I love you. Like it was originally, it was a Prince song. Oh, I feel, like, like, I, a couple, I feel like I know that. Yeah, and then, like two other that. people. Two other people made it, and then she did it, and she just killed it. Um, speaking of Shaka Khan, somebody won up there. Whitney Houston's "I'm Every Woman" oh, is yeah. better than Shaka Khan's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's much better than Shaka Khan's version. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, your fa- uh okay, your favorite song with a whole monologue somewhere in the music. The whole monologue somewhere, and like where they talking. Mm-hmm. I don't know where mine is in the middle, but the boy's mind has a pretty decent monologue. In the yeah, uh, <laughs> and it's just so iconic. I'm gonna do uh, not Sam Smith, Uncle Uncle Sam. I don't ever want to see you again. And the nigga from the uh, Boys to Men, 
does a whole little monologue in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, the, the Boys and Men song. What's the one where just come back? What is it Close Your Eyes? I feel like there's a monologue somewhere in the middle of that. Um, what's the one? Is it Just Come Back, baby? If you come again like I love you before this time it End of the road. End of the road. End of the road. You know my favorite yeah. version of End of the Road thinking of it is when the, the the series finale of A Different World and Patty LaBelle leaves that thing out and she does her little yodel somewhere in the middle. Brother, that thing is... <laughs> let me, let's pause for the call so you can find that real... I want to bless you with that real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She did you you hear it. Oh my god. Different world end of the world road. Mm-hmm. Don't pay attention to Whitley. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Here she come, Brian. It just got so churchy. It just got so churchy. Um, but yes, that's that's really good to me. Um. Oh, another one that's with a good monologue is I'll Always Love My Mama. In the middle, they were talking about, yeah, dad was out there doing his thing. <laughs> like that's, a, that's a really good monologue in the middle of that one. I like that. Uh, okay. A song dedicated to your haters and naysayers. Haters and naysayers. I don't know. I don't, do, 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 I'm, I may have haters and naysayers, but I don't really like think about them. Um, Drake's fake love. Fake love. Um, what's the song about <laughs> haters? That is my joint. Get out of shot of it out. It's not my haters, but I I like a song that's about haters. Um, no Vaseline. Just... I was a hate on me haters. Hate oh. on me hater. Now or later. <laughs> Jill Scott. <laughs> but I'm gone. I feel like is a fake neo soul singer. Like I feel like she just is like you know. Wait I'm a deep. minute. I, I feel like she was like you know what. I probably wouldn't make it in pop. I probably wouldn't make it in, in traditional R and B. And I, you know, I like the I like the deep conversation. So let me let me do this neo soul stuff. And then she started coming out with. I want to talk about Miss. Let's take a walk around the park. After <laughs> no, you're not gonna do that. Yeah, I, like I feel like I feel like you know she's the type of person. I'm not saying her personal, but she's you know that person that kind of like grew up in a certain neighborhood and then like stumbled across a group of people. It's like, oh, you guys are cool. I want to be like you guys. And then she started trying to be cool and like, you know, soulful. But th- but isn't really deep down soulful. Sorry to those Joe Scott fans. Out You're there. not gonna do that from, just to Jilly from Philly. I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna even agree with that. I'm not gonna a man or anything on that. <laughs> okay. Um 23. You still remember the very first time you heard this song? If I were the world. If I was at summer camp. Where were you? Summer camp. I was at summer camp. Um, and we were in this little auditorium, not auditorium, it was outside stadium, and the DJ was playing some songs, and they played If I Ruled the World, and I, of course, sheltered church kid. Mm. Everyone is singing these lyrics, and I'm looking around like, what the 
am I missing out on? And I'm like, I'm missing out on life. And <laughs> more life for that moment. I, that's so it. So that 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 is one of my like hip hop songs that would never like go away from me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um, ruled the world. Church kid. I was in the car, and you know, this hit the radio. Someone asked the question, <laughs> why, why do, do they sing? <laughs> and I was, and from that moment, me and Kirk Franklin were the best of friends. <laughs> I have never stopped loving that man ever since. Um, okay, uh, a song that aged terribly. That, um, sorry for two thousand four by Ruben Stutter. So bad. <laughs> And I like, feel that like song, that could have been an iconic song if it just didn't put a date in it. Yeah. Like, it was a good song. This is my sorry for um, the stuff and more. Like, it could have been, it's something else instead of 2004. Like, and yeah, I feel like so, it would have been like one of them things we went back to and had, because like, it could have been TikTok worthy, meme worthy, but because it <laughs> has 2004 in it, ain't nobody checking for that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> only way it will work on TikTok right now. Is if you literally like went back and showed a picture of you of 2004 and you just looked a mess. Like, or, they, or they go into the verse and be like, something, something, uh, I'm sorry. Like it'll have to be the yeah. verse. It can't be the chorus. Yeah. But the chorus mm-hmm. is what's so iconic about the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like that, and then yeah. he was like, I ain't going to hurt you no more this year. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a terrible That's song. Not enough thinking about so it. terrible. <laughs> I'm not gonna mess up those more oh, this, this year. So basically, nigga, I'm, I'm real clear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, then he started in May, which means he been messing up from January. <laughs> <laughs> and when? And when? And when? What did he do? This apology in 2004. I'm sorry. 2004. Was it in 2005? Like, and I'm trying like, to think, what did he do so terribly? And was it at watch night service? And he was just like April, where he had to pick up in May and be like, you know what? This is the end. We're five months into this thing. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm thinking about that. That was such a bad song. So bad. Oh man. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to just agree with you on that because I can't think of another <laughs> one readily. But mm-hmm. that just that did not age well at all. Oh, uh, okay. Let's see. Here we go. Twenty five. Your favorite song by a male R and B group or band. Group male army group. There's, so, there's too many songs. <laughs> Your favorite though, Brian. My favorite. We do this to our guests all the time. My favorite is knocking the boots. H Town. It's like the third time you said knocking the boots. The same song. It's, it's my favorite <laughs> RB song. It is. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, I think what I'm gonna have to do. This wasn't my first choice, so I'm gonna say it now. It was my second choice, and I said it. Come and talk to me, Joe. To see, it's one of my favorite. R&B group songs. Mm. Um, it's just a great song. And then forever, song. my lady's a good one too. So you have it, my baby. <laughs> that's a that's an opening line, ain't it? <laughs> and it means the world to me. me. There's nothing more precious <laughs> than to raise a family. <laughs> Mine. You can count on me. That boy could say it, but he hit them drugs. He could say it before he got on them drugs. Yeah, like, like a church beacon. Ooh, yeah. <clears throat> Such a great song. Okay, your favorite uh, song by a oh, um, female R&B group of band. Female R&B group. Weak. Ah, yes. Gotta be. 
I don't know what it is that you've done to me. Yeah. So one of our okay, so one of our uh, faithful podcast listeners, you remember the guy um, Sean who came to the the watch party? <clears throat> yeah, Sean. She, yeah. he's an avid runner. He met yes. Jack Harlow in Piedmont Park. He was yes, all over the shade all room. That. Yeah, so he yeah. he messaged me. It was like, y'all make me. He said, I, he said it takes me seven days sometimes to listen to y'all show because <laughs> every time y'all bring up a song, I have to stop and I go down a rabbit hole and listen. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure to this episode, brother, it's gonna take you two months. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Sean. Sorry, Sean. Sorry, but not friend sorry. The, sorry for friend the podcast for real life. <laughs> sorry, for <the laughs> sorry. For, and we're not gonna mess with no more. We should name this episode. <laughs> so sorry, sorry. <laughs> and it relates to nothing. But it's just great. Mm. Um, okay, shoot. I think I, I lost my place. Okay, no idea. Okay. Um, yeah, I will go with week two. Such a great song. Day 27, the songs that get you on the dance floor or standing on furniture. On the dance floor. Everybody. It's not the song that just came to my head. Something that's <laughs> going to make it move. Hey, baby, play the song all night. On and on and on and on. It's a song. Ain't it? <laughs> but it That's don't make song. Me, even though it tells you to move and groove, it don't make me move and groove. It's just a pretty good song. But what what's gonna get you on that dance floor, Brian? Every time a dance floor. It's not a line dance song. <laughs> oh, you about to get the wobble get every nigga on the dance wobble floor. gets the people. Now that gets the people going. It's provocative. <laughs> it's provocative. We dancing to one song. Okay, and one, one song. song going. <laughs> the one, this is uh, another oh. episode title. One song and one song only. It's one provocative. Song, one song only. <laughs> Um, you make me happy. Uh, is that that's still a line oh, dance? But um, no, no, no. I mean, it's not yeah, a line dance. We line dance to it, but like, yeah, it gets the people yeah. on the floor. Frankie Beverly Maze, yeah. Frankie Before Beverly I let go. Before I let go is definitely a good one. Um, if I'm if 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 I'm full of that stuff, wipe me down is gonna make me stroll every time. Oh. Every oh, time. Yeah. If I'm if I'm chill, I'm gonna be like I'm good. But if you know if I'm deep into that brunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. It's there. Um, another one that gets me. It was one song I remember at Johnny's birthday party. I was, I was um, whipping and not whipping in that name. What's that thing? I was, uh, <laughs> I was doing my Dougie and Cat Daddy. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had had a circle had around it, <clears throat> and it, but it wasn't teaching me how to duck. I forgot what song it was, boy. But, um, but yeah, I would agree because I can't think of that one. Maze of Hurricane Barry to wipe me down always gets me moving. Um, yeah, those are some good ones. Tether Club, but if I'm in Memphis, gets me to doing the the gangster mm. walk. Um. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, okay. Walk. Your favorite, so number twenty eight. Your favorite uh, rap song collaboration, rap and song collaboration. So I guess rap it's R&B artist, a rapper. And a rapper and... Oh, did you hear the, the little known fact today that uh, Michael Jackson turned down the two cop two pot collab out of respect for Biggie? Oh no! Wow. Yeah, I saw that floating around the internet today. I don't know how true it is, but it was floating around yesterday. Crazy. Today. I wonder what that um, song would have sounded like. <laughs> right, <laughs> MJ if and Tupac would have been. If I would have slapped. Oh yeah, I, you, I feel you, like... you imagine Tupac on Remember the Time? <laughs> Nigga, Tupac. Or like Thriller, or Thriller was like before Tupac, but still, he would have. He probably would have murked it though. Yeah. Um. So as a singer. Singer rap. rapper collab collab. Um, ooh, 
singer rapper. You got me. Erica Badu and the Roots. Okay. Okay. Or break you off the roots in Music Soul Child. Okay. Okay. Make oh. up the breakup with D'Angelo. I, there's so many. I can mention so many. Cause I feel like the late nineties was was heavy on it's heavy. Yeah. On rap R and B collabs. Yeah. Especially being married and uh and Mariah Carey. I was just about to, I was just about to say that that is such a good Sorry. one. Um going back to SWV's um anything with Wu Tang Clan, like <sighs> solid. Um Chris Brown, Usher, and Gucci Mane, party. Party, Ooh. party, party, like a nigga just got out of jail. That's my song. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there are so there are literally so many that you could just so many go down the list of and just and some of them aren't like the best songs in the world, but they're just like um, iconic, like a upgrade you Beyonce and Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I beat the block. That's a <clears throat> that's a great song. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Day twenty nine. We always at the end, y'all. If you had to put together a talent show routine today, you pick this song. A talent show routine. Yeah. Today. Let's go back to Pomona High. Was it Pomona High? What was the name of your high school? Pomona High School. Oh, Pomona High School. Okay, so let's go to Pomona High. Y'all had the Red Devils. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Shandaradaraboko Soto. Y'all couldn't even be the Blue Devils. Why you had to make them red? <laughs> it was a blood neighborhood. My God. <laughs> <laughs> it was really a blood neighborhood. <laughs> right. That's the funny part about it. Pomona High, you in the talent show. You had to put a routine. What's your song, Brian? I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to sing Love by Music Soul Child. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. So let me go on I'm back s- to 4148 Graceland Drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on that heel press high. Um, man, you that's a good... That was a song in high school that just was... Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to sing came out when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, was a, I probably was a freshman... Or eighth grade-ish, maybe, depending on when it came out. Um, yeah, I remember that. And people still people that was a that was a talent show song too. People who mm-hmm. thought they could sing would bust that joint. Yeah. Um, uh, would bust that joint out a lot. Yeah. Um freshman year. Huh. Your freshman year? Yeah. So that mean I no, was no, like, not my not my freshman year. I think I went to high school in ninety nine, two thousand. Came out November two thousand. So really my sophomore year. Oh, two thousand. Man, yeah. that was November two thousand. I was like in the sixth grade. Yeah, <laughs> if I was a, if I was a sophomore, you were in six. Yeah, six, yeah, sixth grade. Eight, yeah, yeah, sixth grade. Wow, Ryan, you all going through puberty and masturbating, and here I am. Six, <laughs> <laughs> I started masturbating. I was like probably out of high school. I was I was a late bloomer. I don't oh, understand. That. Wow. Yeah, and I was fat, 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 like like thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's be here though. Um. Man, that's a that's a really good one because even because you're saying this one, that's when it came out. But like through my high school, I remember people still using that song as like a staple mm-hmm. song to just like display their vocals. That's yeah. one of them just iconic songs. Um, I feel like if I would change the key today, I would sing "I'm Going Down." Oh, good one! And then going back to covers, that's, Mary is not a better singer than the original, but her version. Is better than the original. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Mary ain't nobody singing. Her version of it is the one that we know and love. And I probably would mm-hmm. like change the key and sing the doll crap out of my voice. <laughs> my yeah. Whole world's up. yeah. 
All right, and the last song, Day 30, even though today's the 29th. Shout out to, bless up to my grandmother who turned 96 today. I was like to celebrate her. Um, But if you listen to this today, today is June 30th. So Day 30, me and Brian's picks. An original song you ended up loving more than the sample. An original song I ended up loving more than the sample. Um. Ooh, that's easy for me because especially with these new these new artists sampling so many things. I'm gonna do. I think uh, was it niggas in Paris? What has niggas in Paris? Not niggas in Paris. What's the other song that was off off the phone? Um, please don't tease. Yeah, the original song is yeah. The tenderness, the, yeah. the, even though Kanye, yeah, that's a solid. Knows how to make a sample. That's the song, man. Jesus Christ. Um, Kanye knows how to make a sample. All the Clark Sister samples that Kanye has done, I prefer the actual Clark Sister songs yeah. over that stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. not higher that Jay Z and Beyonce did because higher is literally just higher. So actually, Family Feud is better. So I'm a, that's to be the one exception. Um, mm-hmm. Big Energy by Lotto, like that Mariah Carey sample, is mm-hmm. Mariah Carey song is better than Big Energy. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Lotto though for bringing Mariah Carey to the BT. Like Mariah Carey came to the BT Awards for that yeah. collabo. And she here's the, like this, this is how shady Mariah is though. She was nowhere in their audience. She came out for that collaboration, <laughs> and the woman of God did not come back out for nothing else. She's I'm not sitting here with you niggas. Right. Having <laughs> them going back to the back you where chilling, I was eating. eating. <laughs> and she had somebody walk her out. She stood in that one spot, Brian. <laughs> she signed, she tried <laughs> to get that note, and she was done. Mariah, Mariah is a diva's Yeah. All right. So that was the that was a long billboard, but that was the billboard. Um, we just kind of went through that. So um, anything you want to say as we wrap up United Negro uh, Music History Month, Brian? Um, shout out to Black Music. Um, we are not going to see the Elvis movie. Oh, absolutely. We are not going to do that. What the, um, did y'all hear that clip we played last week from Ray Charles? Yeah, this movie was a bunch of bonk. Shaking our behinds for years. Shaking our behinds for years. <laughs> Elvis coming for what's what's it ain't nothing new. Stop asking me about Elvis. <laughs> right. Oh, we made this. And funny thing, another interview I saw with uh with with um uh what's the dude's name? Quincy Quincy Jones. He said the Beatles were trash too. Like he was like they can't play no music. He said they were terrible, but they just came at a time and they were different. But a mm. lot of the, they uh, based Quincy Jones said a lot of the black folks were playing the music, yeah, and then they would they would play the songs live, but in the studio it was all black folks. So, shouts out to um, you know all the people who got their music taken for all these years. My God, Dream Girls got me a Cadillac. Cadillac, Cadillac. Me. You remember that? Oh, so bad. Curtis, can they do this? <laughs> <laughs> and they step into the step into the bad side. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's when they did the payola. The payola. Yeah, and that's when the dream girls really started to come up. All right. <laughs> um, so now that's been said, understood, and accepted. Uh, um, I mean, that could be the living room, if I'm gonna be honest. That was such it could a- be. You want a transition? <laughs> we probably can, because like it's. Because it, we can always we talk can about P-Valley in the Pink. We, we can do a. We gonna do a. What what they call it? Football and Audible. <laughs> Let's do that. We talking about we yeah we did we did music. I think that was a good living room. Okay, 
we wrapped, we wrapped up a good month of music. So let me let me ask you this before since we're wrapping it up. Uh, has your one album for the rest of your life changed? We've asked we asked everybody, but has it changed for you? Is it a different album today? What was my album? Uh one album I think, uh, I think it was one of the music soul child albums. Oh, it, yeah, it was Love and Music. Love and Music is I think it was still Confessions mm. recently. Again, choke hold um so it oh, freak it might i'm trying it, it might go back to, it might go to confessions these but love and music is so good though these are my confessions Just i'm gonna take a music so child he's my favorite r&b artist mm. i'm gonna stick with him oh, he he's, my favorite, he's my favorite artist these no, are my john Vicky, I'm, I, I'm i'm gonna stick with i'm gonna stick with love and music as I'm gonna lock it in. Loving music, music, so it has not changed. Man, I'm gone, but I don't know what to do. It's confession part two of confession. Then I gotta get part two mm-hmm. of my confession. What is part one? If I had a talent, then I got part one is oh. out of the Beverly Center and something out of the Beverly Center and then something, something, something. It's the I didn't think about it. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what to do. This is part Wasn't two. that wild that him and Chili were actually a thing? Y- yeah. That yeah. was kind of interesting was, to me. Yeah. So I think he cheated on her, but the whole album wasn't really about her. It was JD's life. But he cheated, and then it kind of just helped add fuel to the to the album. Because JD fumbled Janet Jackson. He did. A nigga like Jermaine Dupri, who looks like Jermaine Dupri, had Janet... The Janet Jackson, and you fumbled Janet Jackson. How do you fumble Janet Jackson? You you think it you you like oh I'm Jermaine Dupree because you I I don't think Jermaine Dupree understood that he was gonna be hot forever. Yes, when he was with Janet, he was hot. Like he was working with Jay Z. He made he made made music. He was doing great stuff. But like Janet was like icon. Like that hey, star listen. is never going down. Her one moment was really based on a white boy. Um, but like that's like her but her star is never going down. Isn't it crazy the fact that like nobody is saved by her from these cheating streets? Janet got cheated on, Beyonce got cheated on, Holly like Bear got cheated on. Like it's just no nobody Harry is like the pinnacle of black men example of fine. Yeah. Like when people were black, when people like it, she's in a bunch of songs. When they mm-hmm. reference five people, everybody say they had a whole Berry. song, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry. <laughs> it's like, and the woman is fine, like to this day, to this day. And a lot of, you know, forgive me, to, I might sound color, you know, some colorism here, but well, I'm gonna say this: there's some fair-skinned women who don't age as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Halle Berry has beat all of those odds because, yeah. God bless. I'm, I'm not gonna call her name because we might have opportunity to work with her one day. Um, I tell you off the show. You probably know. I know you're talking about. about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you a, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aged like a banana. Ooh, a prune, <laughs> like a cucumber sitting out there, wants to be a pickle, but didn't quite get the vinegar it needed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what she, that's what she looks Jesus. like. Jesus, and that's just not uh, fair skinned women. Some fair skinned people, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that was drugs, but still. <laughs> My God, today. I'm telling you, and the tomorrow. less meddling you have. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Uh, but no, but shout out to all the light skins. We love y'all. I love light skin. Brian's yeah, married, I'm married to a light skin. Our best about, friend is a light skin. Friend is a light skin. I'm say. Yeah. And, yeah. and his child is a light skin. His, his child is John B. <laughs> Listen, Macari, Kari's eyes be open. Do you see that picture with uh, Chris and his dad yeah, and Kari? Listen, <laughs> they both look like they were struggling to see. You know, Sister Squint from Not Charge the Banks. Yes, that's Chris. <laughs> Kari said, I'm not, I'm, he said, for this generation, I'm breaking that curse. My mama said something so racist the other day. She said, I was in this store. She said, No, I went, I was going to the store and I saw these two women going to the bank. One of them was a white woman and one of them was an Oriental. I said, Wait a minute. What? (laughs) Remember what time uh, Pastor Pastor said, a Chinaman. (laughs) That that, that, that Gen X. That Gen X just be saying stuff. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, they, and, and then my mama, she was so into her story, telling because she was like the people. She's like, yeah, and the Oriental woman, she left, and she didn't realize it was Juneteenth that she came back, <laughs> and she kept pulling on the door, and the little Oriental woman, I was like, she just kept. We, we, you don't say Oriental no more. I didn't know. Even, I, she was so into the story, but I didn't really know what to say. I didn't know what mm-hmm. to even do in the moment. I was just like, girl, tell your story. Um, but yeah, so forgive me if anyone Asian is listening. Uh, forget my right. mama. We know that you're not the Asian, Asian Americans, Asian people. Um, but I was just like, when, when you said tight eyes, it made me think about it. My, this just happened like a few days ago when I was in there. <laughs> yeah, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Forget, and, that's, and, that's, forget and that's real, though. Like, not to say that it, like, you know what they don't know absolves them of responsibility, but they literally don't know. Oh, my mama mm-hmm. did call me out for her mispronouncing Joe Biden's name. She calls him Joe Biden all the time. She's like, I, I heard you talking about me talking about Joe Biden, and I said, Mama, because you you are consistent. You do not get that man's name. Right. <laughs> I said, You are black mama personified. You don't get. You don't remember that man's name. Listen, um, we can do a whole episode on, on parents just miss. Oh my, my mom pronounces the L and Salmon. She is Kovic. You know what I'm saying? My mama say Simon. <laughs> Simon. I said, what you could do? Like, I had some Simon. Your dad really don't like that Simon. I'd be like, girl, <laughs> you, you skipped the L, but you replaced that vowel. <laughs> the R in library is gone, Mom. Oh, Jesus. Kindergarten. Oh, my mama say crying instead of crying. Oh. <laughs> like, why y'all doing all that crying? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our mom, Joe. Shout out to you, Gen X. And I thought my grandma used to say some wild. My grandma used to say Lumaval. Oh. <laughs> it's one word, Lumaval. <laughs> sink, as in the sink. Um, mm. The box is the refrigerator. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you better close my box. Um, <laughs> so many things. So, retro round. Like, I know uh, Sid had a whole joke, but that was legit, my grandma. Wretch around, around there and, and get around. Um, we are we are totally off music right now. But yes, this has been a great June, a great United History Music Month. We got to celebrate Pride a little bit with our brothers. Um, mm-hmm. Charles and we've had, we had a great June. We did have a good and June. Solid episodes. Solid episodes. And we're ending um, the first half of the month uh, with a bang. Before we end that, one thing we did not do, and let's just do this since this is, this is just a hodgepodge episode. Let's just, mm-hmm. we just doing our thing today okay we never really celebrated our two years as a podcast right we did 
We did. And we, so I think the pod, the first episode of the pod, I am, you know what? People think I don't care about things because I am not good with milestone dates. HS. Mm-hmm. Outside of birthdays and anniversaries, I remember the year. I remember, you know, I remember, I remember like the, like what happened around the time of certain things, but I'm bad at like specific dates. Um, but I'm finna go, I'm finna go to it now. Because all right, so episode one of the Jigsaw Podcast aired May twenty eighth, two thousand twenty. So that mm. is our official anniversary. Um, we've passed that a month over now, um, mm-hmm. and it's been a great journey. Started off as a solo podcast, got my brother on here, and we've been We're rolling here. and going higher ever since. Um, yeah. As we go into year three, Brian, what is, is anything you're expecting out of the show? Anything you want to do? Anything you want to accomplish? Something you want to do better? Um, I would just I, continued growth. You know what I'm saying? Continued growth. Um, we are we're, this. I believe is going to be episode 95. We got five more episodes to 100. Um, bigger. B- shout out to everyone who's all who's been on here as far as being interviewed. Um, as taking the task of sitting down in the living room, we do appreciate you. But I would love some some bigger, um, interviews. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think anything wrong with that. We love the people who are our yeah. lateral networks, but yeah, for yeah. sure, you know, reaching up. Yeah, right. Um, because some of the people that listen to our shows, they have certain they're fans of certain people, um, and I think that they probably would appreciate um, being listening to an interview from the jigsaw point of view anytime. And just to let y'all know that anytime we finish an interview with anybody, any guest. They always give us, you know, they always commend us on our interviews being nothing like they've ever had before. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that, and, I think and that's a, one of the best compliments way. of this show. And yeah. it's consistent. Yeah. Like, wow. It like, y'all, y'all didn't, need, or either we ask really great questions that they probably never had before. We also make them feel comfortable mm-hmm. um, within that ability to be themselves, they can be vulnerable. Um, the only judgment comes when they just mention dumb stuff as far as a different choice and we do this or that, you know, so we do judge the people based off of that. But other than that, like, you know, uh, I would, I would love to see some bigger, some bigger in terms of profile, maybe platform names. Um, that'd be fun. No, I would, um, yeah, I would agree. I mean, in the, in the main point of continued growth, definitely mm. want to keep growing want to grow our social media presence even more. Um, like and like you said, have that, you know. And I don't know that I'm looking for that viral moment because I believe that's going to come because mm-hmm. we say some stuff and we, you know, crazy. And stuff. we have great content beyond our jokes and stuff like that. We really have some great content. Uh, I'm going to honor us in saying that. Um, but you, but to your point, I think I would agree. Yeah, hundred percent with that. I, I would love to have some. So so let's let's do what the young people do. Let's manifest some things. Okay. If you could pick five people today, not dead or alive, like actual five people. Yeah. Um, and five realistic people, you know what I'm saying, that we could get. And I, when I say realistic, it's not meaning that we couldn't get Beyonce, but like Beyonce don't do interviews for Oprah. So like, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Ain't coming to, she ain't coming to the chicks. Yeah. So like who are five people who, you, if you could pick today, that you would want to have on the show? Realistic, that could be on the show. That I feel like would be a good interview. Yeah. Or just like, you want to have, because uh, with like first, I would love to have music social out there, but I don't think it's a good interview. I don't think he would be a great interview. Yeah, he's not. He's not talkative. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would be fun. 
Um, even though I would love to have a conversation with him. Um, five folks. Uh, oh, this is tough. Five folks. You go first. Let me let me think about. You say one thing, and maybe I'll say. Well, I'll, I'll think about one. Let me see. Um, love you, Jai. Uh, is at the top of my list. Oh, okay. So you sparked some Issa Rae. Okay. Top top of my list. Love you. Okay. We know why Issa's at the top of your list. And I agree. I'm not going to add her to mine because she's on yours. So this other thing. We can't agree. We, I mean, we can agree, but we mm-hmm. can't have the same five people. So let's say that. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so we can Issa agree. List? No, Issa, I mean, if she was, she's no longer on my list because you said it. So it's almost like, okay. let's treat this like the NBA draft. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so once they go, they go. Got it. Okay. So let's do that. All right. So I said love you. And okay. I'll let you explain Issa, even though the whole world knows why. Um, but Lovey for me, she's an amazing content creator. Her perspective, her uh, her voice, I've read both of her books. And from a journalist perspective, I admire her writing style. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking to one day pivot all of my thoughts and leverage my writing mm-hmm. into pinning my first book, like officially pinning it, not just talking about it, like but really doing it uh, because my journalism is taking off. Um so I'm, I'm I'm really but but just having her and my appreciation for her content and who she is, I would love to have the conversation. I would love to just have her and just talk because she has she has great thoughts about caucasity, and I think that would be a conversation mm-hmm. we would have together. That yeah. would be crazy great. Yeah. Right, yeah. So Issa Rae, yeah, Issa Rae. Outside of my like just attraction to Issa Rae, I I think the attraction on uh, physical is kind of like. It's small in comparison to the attraction in terms of like she's a she understands the culture. She understands like I feel like she would understand the jigsaw and, yeah. and who our audience is. And she would speak to her audience. She could she just speak to the culture. She well un, if we said Issa be on the episode from start to finish, she would kill it. Song of the week, oh, the billboard, bless of reports, the living room, answering the letters. Um, greater conversation. She would be able to literally hit every single part of the show. Um, I think she's, a, in, my, in my opinion, humble opinion, she's a cultural icon. Already, she hasn't done everything that she probably set her mind to, but just giving us insecure and what that did for the culture um, has been yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, number two on the board for me is. Um, Takia Nicole from Getting Grown Podcast. Um, mm. I feel like some days she's my twin sister. Mm-hmm. So many parallels in who we are. <laughs> um, just like her love for academia and just her churchy but ratchet perspective. And I mean, she's a solid, she's a solid follower on social media. She's funny mm-hmm. uh, and unintentionally funny but she's real mm-hmm. smart and um some of some of the struggles that she shared um personally are some of the same ones that i um struggle with in terms of like you know putting your worth with your work and you know being a perfect like all those things but still navigating life you know the duality of life and being cool like it, it, she's anyway i really enjoy her and her work and i would love mm-hmm. the opportunity to sit and talk with her as well um two for you uh, uh jamel hill so we, we love hella, black women. If y'all hate, we do that. love black women. <laughs> uh, Jamel Hill, she's hella black. Yeah, I like Jamel. Hella cultural. Um, she loves, she loves black people. She loves sports. She just, 
She has a good eye. She's transparent. Like even the whole thing she's talking about, if she's coming out of a book later on this year, would be a great time. She might come on the show. We would love for you to talk about your book on the show. Yeah. Um, even she was she was transparent in putting out there her abortion story that she's gonna put in her book later on. Um, I think Jamel, she stands for what she believes in. Like yeah, it just all the thing. I think Jamel Hill is one of the uh, the person, if I had like a cookout or like a, a, a something, I would want Jamel Hood to be there. I feel like she would, she would bring value to any room in 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 comedy. Like, and she's she's funny. Obviously, she's funny. There's all these yeah. things. Jamel no, 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 Hill. No, no, no. Yeah, I agree. Fits. She fits. Like, yeah, Jamel Hill. She's amazing. All right, three for me. It's gonna. You probably wouldn't think I would say this, but I'm gonna say it. And it's he's not in our generation, but I think he would be amazing to have a conversation with. Um, and that is Samuel Jackson. I just feel like <laughs> a lot of cussing, a lot of cuss, but the range of his career, mm-hmm. um, the wisdom that I think he would be able to give. Um, I think just, I feel like people like Samuel Jackson, and Jennifer Lewis, while they are older, right. Mm-hmm. They couldn't, they still connect across generations. Um, yeah. And their impact in certain movies and stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Who doesn't remember Coach Carter? Who doesn't um, remember um, even his small role in coming to America? You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. Samuel Jackson is pretty much ubiquitous with culture. And um, I just feel like I don't know that it would be like this. I don't know what the conversation would be, but I think it would be a dope conversation. And um, yeah. I wouldn't mind sitting with it. But, and he's my Morales brother. So and I would love to talk about how he locked the Martin Luther King Sr. in that administration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to hear all the tea on that. Uh, I'm going to do that, but this is a dark horse. Probably wouldn't think about it, but you would probably agree. Erica Alexander. Oh, abs- oh, I would think about that for sure. Yeah, Erica Alexander. Yes, um, Maxine Shaw. Maxine Shaw, the Maverick. Um, think about her in terms of this, the culture. She was on the Cosby show. She was on Living Single. Um, she grew up in the Church of God in Christ. Like, um, she is is tuned into black culture. She's tuned into black rights. She's tuned into human rights. What did you say? I got a question for you after you're done about her. Go ahead. All the things. I think um I think she'd be great for the show too. Um, do what do you think would have been of her career if she went to a different world? Because remember, Charmaine was her best friend on the Cosby's, and Charmaine went to Hillman. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there a character already like Pam on a different world? The most similar character would have been Jada's, but they were their perspective of the hood was real different. Mm-hmm. Because Jada was more kind of aggressive, Baltimore, and Pam was like she was passive. But I, I grew up, I grew up poor, and you know, she was kind of that. Mm-hmm. I grew up without a lot of privilege. So I don't know that there was anybody like her. Yeah. And all, but also considering they, they could have had a great dynamic because. Two best friends were like entering school. Because like, I don't think we ever, because everybody in a different world met each other. We never saw mm-hmm. two best friends enter. And that happens a lot in college. Mm-hmm. Friends follow each other. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to put a good transition. But I think the crazy thing is I feel like. And I don't know what the age, the the time gap was between different world living I, single. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like living single, she was grown, grown. Like her per, her character was real grown. Was but grown. you know what? It felt grown. But if if I'm remembering season one and two correctly, she wasn't even like when Cal turned thirty. Like Cal turned thirty mm-hmm. in like season three of whenever I think they dated in season three. 
So season and she wasn't 30 yet because he because she was like, I think somebody asked her what you gonna do. She's like, enjoy the rest of my 20s. So mm-hmm. she was at least 29. So that means in season one, bro, she was only 27, which means that she had pretty much just graduated law school. Because mm-hmm. think about it, you grad if you traditional undergrad student, you graduate around 21, 22, three years yeah. of law school, that puts you at you know 25, 26. She was like, and so she was grown, but she was still really young. Yeah, and she was a PD, right? She was a public defender at one point. So yeah, that was I was talking about that. The first episode, she worked at a private firm, mm-hmm. and then she okay. went to be public defender, older woman situation. Got it. Yeah. So that show ended, and she had to be character age thirty four mm-hmm. max. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, but to your point, yes, Eric Alexander would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, I think she'd be great on the we show. Could, our, our, our conversation would would go so many places. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do another auntie since we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Debbie Allen, good one. I would love to good have one. Debbie Allen on the show. Mm-hmm. I would love to have Debbie Allen because I've seen interviews with her. Like she is raw and mm-hmm. uncut. Um, her impact on the co- just speaking of a different world, and like does I remember. It was a documentary or something I was watching. She was talking about when she came on. She was like, she said she went in and changed small. She was like, how you going to have a HBCU calf and no hot sauce on the table? So she mm-hmm. was like, it was just small stuff she began to change. So I would love to talk about her influence and how she brought like her Howard experience to that and how she remains relevant today, still directing and um, like helping put out these really impactful shows that we are binging. Like she's still a part of yeah. the show. Like she's not, she hasn't stopped. And a lot of the things that she's been, and then like she was in in the house, like people like that's yeah. that's a black show we don't, that don't get a lot. Like it wasn't the best, but it wasn't mm-hmm. bad. And yeah. and I think like Felicia Rashad, of course, was you know she was you know freaking Claire Huxtable, but like right. Debbie Allen was also that girl. So um, he is, is that, that girl? Yeah. So like, is I that girl? Yeah. Like if I do an auntie uncle type thing, I would be stuck between Jennifer Lewis. Uh, Debbie Allen, Sam Jackson, and Lawrence Fishburne. That will be my uncle, yeah. uncle, auntie yeah. people to talk to. So, yeah, but that's the I still I'll count them as my three, four interchanging with those names. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did three. I did three, four. Who will four be? Mm. Um, Deion Sanders. Okay, Prime. Eight toe Prime. Yeah. Um, eight toe Prime. <laughs> for a few reasons. Okay. Um. Now he's in a black space, like, and he's literally shaking up college football. Yeah. Um, to where now white coaches at, at at Nick Saban is afraid of Deion Sanders. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like With the lies and the threats. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, um, of course my my for those that don't know, Deion Sanders is my favorite football player of all time. Yeah. Um, I think you said that. Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson. Kobe Bryant, my three favorite um, athletes of all time. Um, I think Deion and and Dion is is different, like in terms of early years, cr- creating a brand. What was that? He even before like creating a brand was a thing. He created his own brand. Mm-hmm. You know, it's his own persona, the prime time, all the kind of stuff. And then he, he had the highs, the lows. The man tried to commit suicide. He had failed marriage. He's a father. Um, he will be able to provide a lot of great content, um, and he's he's not stuffy, right? He gonna tell yeah. a joke. He gonna mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know do all the things. He will be give us a great soundbite. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, Deion Sanders, and that would be like also like one of those things. Just like a you know, I'll probably fan out. 
over Deion Sanders. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and my last person. Oh, this is so tough. Somebody realistic that we can have on the show. Um, a wish list of people, so to speak. If you think of somebody before I say the name, feel free to jump in there, Brian. Or That's realistic. Oh. Yeah, I feel like all these people, like under the right circumstances, could would actually yeah. be on the show. Like, yeah. um, but the fifth and final person, because there's so many people who I would not mind, who I would really enjoy speaking with and interviewing. Um, wow, wow. Um, oh, Chance the Rapper. Mm. Chance, if if you you sent me that clip, Chance on that Chicago show. He's funny. funny. Like even his mm-hmm. SNL stints, yeah, were funny. Um, he and, understands, and you know how I go up for Chance's music. Um, and it seems like outside of that song, "A Bar About a Bar," which mm-hmm. oof, was a rough listen, but the one he did with Joey Bad that he performed at the BT Awards, I actually really. That's going back to to me. It gave me ten day acid rap vibes. So. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like he's going back to one of his older sounds, but yeah, Chance, man, I would, I think, and then like his complications with drug usage and how he mm-hmm. was like in love with his baby mom and talked about how, what well, now wife, but consider her baby mom and like an earlier album talk about how they broke up and like now they're married and they have two children and how like his life is, and he's like younger than us, um, mm-hmm. and just his level of success, but then also being raised and birthed in the church, like. And then, like, infusing that spiritual influence mm-hmm. in all of his work. And uh, and then just all the stuff he does for the community. He's a big philanthropist. And, like, um, there's so I think there's so many conversations we could have with Chance. Mm-hmm. Um, the intersectionality of his life is just, yeah, he has a lot of range. I'll say it that way. Uh, so Chance the Rapper, for sure. Uh, the way you said you were a fan out about it, I would, I would be sitting here in, in <laughs> awe in the first five, ten minutes, for sure. Like, we're literally talking to this dude. Like. I'm yeah. wearing my three hat <laughs> doing the conversation. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing it all. Like Chance, Chance the Rapper is definitely rounds out. And I and again, I feel like under the right circumstances, he would he could he would come on the show. Um mm-hmm. I don't think that that's out of reach for us. So um one person that I don't th- maybe out of reach for some people may think it's out of reach. Um, but I think that, you know, you can one degree of separation, couple degrees of separation. I'd be great for the conversation. I think it may sound out of reach, but I'm gonna say the name. TD Jakes. I don't think so. he was oh, he was in my brain. I don't think ooh. Mm-hmm. I, I see why you would say, but I don't, but I I kinda don't. If these local churches can book TD Jakes, I feel like we could do a yeah. booking request. It may have it may have, have to pay a little some some. Shout out to Lola Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he, he would be able to answer the questions that we would ask. Oh, for sure. If y'all thought the Matt Brown conversation was crazy, good. Because there's questions like that. Because our show and even our theology, I believe we've had conversations offline, intersect with culture. Yeah. Like, where does Christ intersect with culture? And how do we walk out our Christian lives in the midst of the culture that we that we live in? Yeah. And I think a lot of those questions would be directed toward that. Um, and I feel like he will be able to navigate that with grace and oh, wisdom yeah. and, and truth. love and, just, and, yeah, yeah. Truth, um, and transparency. All it. Um, see, I think TD Jax would be a great interview for our show. 
Yeah. Great interview. As you were talking, honorable mention for me would be like Yvonne Orji, um, mm. Natasha Rothwell, um, you know, Kelly from Insecure. Um, okay. Yeah. There's a couple of honorable mentions for me. Um, My honorable was, mention would be a, for a person you're a fan out for. I have one honorable mention. Okay. Kurt Franklin. Oh, I don't even know if it's honorable mention more than it is. <laughs> I just didn't put him on the list. I wouldn't know what to say. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say. I really wouldn't know what to say. You would probably mm. have to carry the first 20 minutes of the conversation because I'd just be like. Oh, yeah. So when you said you would break your son's neck, <laughs> what did you. Now, Brian, you can't say that because if he come on the show, we don't need his people come back and listen in. Kirk, we didn't mean no, that. I, but I, I think Kirk, we didn't mean the it. same things I said about T.D. Jakes, I think Carl Franklin would give us those same things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe not deep as in terms of theological breakdown for of the sure, scripture. But, he, but I feel like he would give it to us. He would just be honest and open mm-hmm. and raw. Yeah. It wouldn't be your typical churchy conversation, for sure. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, if I do one more honorable mention, this is going to be a wild card. I think it would be a really great conversation. I wouldn't mind talking to Charlemagne. Oh, yeah. I think Charlemagne would be a good, uh, good combo. I wouldn't mind talking to Charlemagne. So. Yeah. Oh, I want to talk show. about sex with Angela E. I think I, Angela E. will give us the if it's, if it's about sex. I think Angela E. But I, I don't know. Whatever. Mm, I have my thoughts. She might go too far. Um, th- th- that ain't my thought. Um, she might talk about <laughs> butt plugs and stuff. No, that ain't that ain't my thought. I mean, we're gonna talk about sex. We're gonna bring legs, hips, and body. Candy coated. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. But I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I feel like she wouldn't. I've watched her interviews, and I've watched her. I, she had a, she had a podcast at one point, and I've seen her interview folks, and I feel like it just wasn't. It didn't give what it needed to give. But I also feel like, and going back to our show, I feel like without calling names, we've had some interviews where me and Brian have texts and been like, "Let's just time to wrap this up. <laughs> let's wrap this thing. Up. Let's, let's just be honest." <laughs> and y'all will never know. And the ones that yes. y'all think that we might be talking about, we're probably not talking about. Right. Um, and it's only it's not that they were bad people they were saying bad things it was just like this isn't going the way we thought it would go <laughs> and um, but there are other people who we thought would be more stiff conversations and it ended up being some of the Great. best conversations we've ever mm-hmm. had um, yeah. and I say that to say every every interview ain't gonna be as great as the last however I think me and Brian have gotten to a space in these two years where we're going to ask them good questions and I think mm-hmm. we're going to pull a level of personality out of people. So yeah. even like with Candy, I feel like we got to asking about Candy because when Candy talk about sex, if you watch Real Housewives, she lights up. Woman of God yeah. enjoys sex. She loves the things. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like um, if it was a sex conversation, she would be game for, mm-hmm. you know, coming on the show and having it and, you know, and really talking um, about it. But um, I'm going to do, can I pull one more audible since we're here? Go for it. You know, um, and that concludes another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to thank you all so much for listening. We do. Um, this was a hodgepodge episode, not even a culture code. It's just a kind of like, yeah. And, you know, end of the month. End of the month. End of the first half of the way. year. Yeah, yeah, we ended up in a good way. We talked about music and we talked about culture and we talked about a lot of things. We talked about our future. So if you were listening, you heard our top five, go spam them. Please do put the, at the jigsaw in their comments. Go tag them and stuff, because um, we want to. We would love to work with these people, um, right. and like screen record the audio and send it to their DMs. Like, do all the things. Mm-hmm. Help us. Help y'all. Yes. Have a better show. Um, mm-hmm. But we love y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with us for two whole years. Next year we're gonna. Next year we promise to actually celebrate. 
to yeah. actually celebrate and do something other than just like what we're doing now. We'll probably always have a reflecting moment of the show. But next year, we promise on year three. Oh, because good things come in threes, Brian. You, you know that. Yeah, um, so, yeah. Um, so next year, year three, we'll probably do something real big. But until then, Brian, tell the people what they can do in the meantime. Um, as always, continue to celebrate us, uh, support us. Um, like I said, we're, we're great without you all, but we're even better with you. Um, follow us on all the social media platforms. Follow Josh and I am Josh Rogers. Follow me at I am Brian here. Follow the Jigsaw Podcasts. Uh, check out the website. Uh, rate us five stars or nothing at all. Leave a comment. Share, like, subscribe. Tell the family members and friends You know who we are, what we do. And uh, we appreciate all that you do for us. Um, Josh, before we let them go, let the people know what they need to do. I'm going to end it this way. Mm-hmm. Keep smiling, <laughs> keep shining, knowing you can always count on me for sure. <laughs> That's what friends are for in good times mm-hmm. and bad times. I'll be on your side forevermore. Ooh, that's <laughs> what. Friends are speaking of. Did you see those old videos of Dion <laughs> Warwick? I feel like she had the. She was one of the first candidates for veneers because the way those teeth sat in the front of her mouth <laughs> was not indicative of the diva queen that she is. Um, but ooh, that what friends are. Oh. <laughs> Good night, y'all. See y'all in July. We love you. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. Barbecue responsibly. Please do. <laughs>